You are listening to the You Are Techie podcast, episode number 83. Welcome to the You Are Techie podcast, where it's all about growing in your techiness so you can find the tech job of your dreams. And now your host, technology learning coach, Ellen Toomey. Hey moms, are you trying to break into tech? Are you wondering what skills you really need to get hired? And how those skills can be worth $45 an hour. Not that $25 an hour you thought when you first started thinking about going back to work. If so, then the Your Techie membership is for you. Our combination of courses, coaching, and community come with the mentor support you need to keep moving forward into your tech career. It's like no other membership available. We have the exact skills employers are looking for. You'll learn how to maximize your income with portfolio-ready skills that hiring managers are seeking, not to mention the steps you can skip so you don't find yourself down that endless tech learning rabbit hole. Join me as we walk you step-by-step through the getting hired process in tech. Sign up at youartechie.com. That's Y-O-U-A-R-E-T-E-C-H-Y.com. I can't wait to see you in our membership. Welcome to the podcast. Excuse the summer cold nasaliness. <laughs> but today on the podcast, we're talking about one of the most common questions my students ask when it comes to understanding job opportunities in the field of design. But we're not just talking about any design. So I'm not referring to the position of graphic design, or really even UI design if it's exclusively UI design. What I'm talking about is product design, or UX design, or web design, one more, or website design. Now, we can't really use those interchangeably. So if you're confused, this podcast is for you. It is very confusing because there's a lot of overlap between those four things that I just named. Product, UX, web, website, design. What I think is really the most confusing part is when you talk to someone who interprets one of those, say web design, one way. And then they talk about it like it is the only way that that term is defined. It's the only way to interpret that word. And then you go on to the interwebs and you're searching on LinkedIn or the mom project or power to fly. And you see that actually that's not how other people determine or other people interpret web design. They hey, if I look at all these different job postings, they actually say it's different things. So really, what is the answer? What's the one answer? I can't magically make every job posting make sense. That is not the goal. What I recommend instead is that when you're approaching your job search for UX design or web designer, double down on understanding which skills you bring to the table and remove the focus from the job title because people have different interpretations about what this means. 
And the sooner you can get comfortable with that, the better off you're going to be. So when someone says to you in a very uh, discreet and linear way that the only way to interpret web design is X, Y, Z, I actually want you to look at that as an insecurity. What? Yes, because they're defending their use of the word. And instead, it doesn't really matter how you interpret it. As long as when you're applying for jobs, you understand how the employer is interpreting it and the skills that they want and how you bring that to the table. So one way this can be helpful is if you're a UX designer and you're not finding the jobs that you want, maybe search web design. And I'm not saying you're going to find every single job that aligns to what you're doing, but we're going to talk about how if you focus on your skills, you'll be able to isolate some of those, okay? If you're wondering what the difference between UX design and web design is and whether you should call yourself one versus the other, the answer really is up to you. And I'll tell you how I talk about it because you really have to kind of make a stance, right? I can't just say, well, it could be anything. That's not helpful. I will tell you what my interpretation is and it's okay. I'm very, I'm totally fine with it. I don't have a lot of insecurity around what you call it. So I'm very comfortable if you want to call yourself one versus the other. All right. Or if you want to say you're a UX designer, but then apply for web design, that's completely fine. But the way that I typically define it is like this. I like to talk about a UX designer in terms of an individual who is on an agile team working on a SaaS, and a SaaS is S-A-A-S, software as a service, whose job it is is to create a delightful experience for the user. And that's kind of a common, delightful is kind of a common word because people, companies can interpret that different ways, right? Whether you want the delightful experience to be really clean line or have a lot of options, that's up to you, but you want them to delight the user. Now, that doesn't mean that if your title is UX designer, you can't find work as a UX design freelancer who works on a website. It just requires a deeper level of understanding about your own skill sets to do that. So that's why when I talk about UX design on an agile team working on a SaaS, it's not the only option. It is, however, a common interpretation of what a UX designer does and a common interpretation that has a high value to it. And that doesn't mean that a UX freelancer working on a website has a lower value. Again, it just means that they have to understand the skills that they're bringing to the table and what they mean by UX designer. Does that make sense? And since I'm working with people who are new, I usually give the first example. I usually work with people, just start understanding it. And that's really helpful for a beginner. How do we design a software? Okay, let's do that. Now, the way that I define web design, I really look at it from three vantage points. And what I think is confusing with web designer is that often people say, web designer when they mean web developer, or they really want you to be both. You're both a web designer and de- developer. And that can be kind of a, a tricky balance. If, if it's a newer company, they'll be like, why would you design a website and not develop it, not create it? Well, there are lots of reasons for that. And there are lots of parts of that. So you have to really know who your client is or, or the company you're working for, what their needs are. And essentially, it's just 
the bigger the company, the more we break out the the individual roles into smaller pieces. That's a, a kind of a good generic way to look at it. But for these levels of web design, I like to look at it as the person designing and developing the website or SaaS, and I'll go through the levels. So a web designer, and again, you might search the job postings and you might find a lot of overlap between UX and web design, but here I'm just going to define web design in terms of first building websites. You could build a website for clients using a templates-based platform like Wix or Squarespace, and that would kind of be the lowest level, the lowest level of technical skills required. It doesn't mean it's not complicated. It doesn't mean people people have this as their entire job. And that is great. As long as you understand what your skills are and what you're doing. So you're designing and developing that website. Because with Wix or Squarespace, it's templates. You're choosing the templates and you're deciding, you're helping your client decide what is going to work for them and you're putting it together. Okay. It's really can't separate out that design and development there. Now, for WordPress, you also don't typically separate out the design and the development. In WordPress, although it's also templates-based, it's semi-custom. And what that means is you can add a plugin, which is just a short snippet of code, to make the website look and act essentially any way you want it. You can even code on WordPress, but you don't have to because you can get really, really far never coding. There's nearly a plugin for anything that you need to do. And while that is adding a snippet of code, you don't have to understand the code to add that to your website. You just need to know how it functions. So again, you could be a web designer and do only WordPress and you would be doing both design and development most of the time. Those are normally not broken up. So the third level of web design is you could design a SaaS and develop that SaaS. And I personally would say that's more of a web developer, but Jason Fried is the CEO and founder of co-founder of Basecamp, one of my it's one of my favorite software tools out there. It's a project management tool, and he calls himself a web designer. And that's how he started off serving clients and then they created the software and now they just sell Basecamp and have for a long, long time. But you can be a web designer and and write code. You can design the software, design the product and write the code. If you're at a large company and they have an enormous software, you're probably not doing both of those. But some web designers do hold the position of being someone who designs and develops the software. And in fact, that's where UX comes in is when oftentimes an organization or a client will hire a developer and the developer will write something and then it doesn't work for the user because that's a lot of cognitive load. That's a lot of ability that is needed to focus on the user. And so then that's when I was running my UX consultancy, then people would come and they'd say, well, we hired this development agency, but they didn't really do any UX. And most development agencies I talked to, they're like, yeah, we should definitely do more UX. So. It's a fine line, but certainly someone who's developing software, you could just quickly design it and then develop it. It's not going to be as great. So that web design, that UX design is what goes into a software that makes it more user focused. All right. So the web design levels, you could work with clients using Wix or Squarespace. You could build WordPress websites, or you could be designing and developing whole SaaS packages. It just kind of depends 
on where you are. The bigger the company, the smaller that slice that you're going to have. So stick with me here if you're confused at all, because I'm going to talk about some specific job postings now and the skills that you're going to want to focus on. Remember that as a UX designer, your ultimate goal is to create an experience that draws customers in and makes them want to stay. That's basically your job. Makes them want to stay for whatever period makes sense. Amazon would say, you can get off our site as quickly as possible. We just want you to buy something. Um, but other software is meant to be used for longer periods. Whatever it is, you want the, that user to stay for as long as the experience is being experienced. So when I searched, I did some, I did some job searching for y'all because I know, I know we love talking about that. And I looked on LinkedIn and Power to Fly. Power to Fly is just basically the ladders for women. And I don't all, I don't often recommend my students go there because it's for higher level positions, but it is good for research and to understand how many amazing opportunities are available in technology and how by getting this baseline of knowledge in either design or development will really set you up for amazing careers, six-figure careers for sure, but even beyond, okay? So when I looked on, so for LinkedIn, I searched UX designer. I got about 11,000 um, results, but web designer, I got 12,000. So those were really similar results. Now, Powerfly is for women, so that's a subset, and they were focused on tech. So it's a, it's a smaller platform. But my results were a little bit different. At, for UX design, I got about 500 results. And for web design, I got about 7,000. So a bit heavier on that web design title. I saw things like Webflow. If you don't know what Webflow is, it's non-coding web development. So they, so they really are web developers who design and develop kind of all through this platform. And that's why it can get so confusing because that's a technology and a tool, but you're doing both with it and you're not doing any coding. So there's, there really, it really is kind of taking a turn for that. That's why anything you know in web design or web development in, is going to help you in your future career. Remember though, it's great to search those two. I just gave you two search terms. Go ahead and search them. But what you are looking for is really not the title. Even if you filled out the dream job description, yourtechie.com slash dream job, and you have the title UX designer, I want you to allow for the fact that someone else might call it something different. And it's more important that you have skill alignment. So when you're looking for jobs that align to the skills that you want, what skills do you need to have? And so here's another common question that I get. Do I need to learn to code if I'm a mom trying to break into tech as a UX or web designer? Do I need to learn how to code? The answer to that question is no. I know that because I worked as a UX designer, I have coding skills, and I didn't write code in that capacity. And the reason goes back to what I talked about before. The larger the team, and my team wasn't that big, but the larger the team, the more pieces that need to be done. And a UX designer is a full-time job. You're interviewing users and you're creating the prototypes and you're running the user testing. There's a lot of work to be done. If you have a smaller team and you need to be more nimble, sometimes those people write code. And the code that a UX designer would write would be more like this, HTML, CSS or JavaScript. You may be a UX designer or a web designer with those skills and you may not. So know what where you stand on that. However, <laughs> I know that many of you out there are like, yeah, I stand on the no code side of things, but I, I'm going to do a little pitch here for code 
because if I'm being totally transparent, I did get into this work because I thought too many women felt like they weren't capable of learning to code, and I knew that they were. I knew that they were able to learn how to code. So I encourage you, even if you are a UX designer or you want to become a UX designer, I encourage you to dip your toes into a little bit of code, some HTML, CSS, because understanding the underlying foundation will only help you in your building of technology, and it will only hurt you to think that you aren't capable of it. If you are willing to overcome the feeling of being new and not understanding what you're doing, and to do that while not calling yourself mean names like stupid or dumb, then you are able to understand code. That's basically the only criteria. I'm not saying you're going to be the best developer in the world, but there's a wide, vast array between I understand a little bit about how code works and I'm the best developer in the world. And don't think you're not allowed to take an HTML course and just understand the fundamental and the basics of technology. You absolutely are. And you can still be a web designer or a UX designer. So let's look at the other skills that you're going to see on job postings that regardless of what someone is calling it are going to help you to zero in on which job posting is right for you. You could be a really great fit if you identify skills like this, and this is what you should be working on if you're working on your UX design career or your web design career in that UX field. Wireframes, mockups, prototypes, user research, interviews. I'm talking about user interviews, topography, layout, usability testing, I've also seen on nearly every job posting, clearly communicate. (laughs) So a lot of times the portfolio questions are like, what's the best project for portfolio? You know what the best thing on your portfolio is? Clearly communicate to the person reading it. That's what they want out of someone who is doing some type of product design for them. So those are some of the skills that you're going to see again and again on job postings that align to more of that UX or web design where you're really looking at product. And I just said product, product designer is another one. I didn't include that in here because it's pretty much the same thing as when you're differentiating between web design and UX design. You could also search product design. And it's again, one of those things where different people have different interpretations, but it's essentially doing those things that I just mentioned, building wireframes, building prototypes, creating mockups, looking at the font. You're look, you're designing the software. You're designing what an experience, a digital experience will look like for someone. So I hope that provided you with another level of clarity and understanding around your tech career and that you'll be armed with this information that you need as you approach your job search from a whole nother level. And if you have any questions, why don't you post your job postings in our free Facebook group and get a discussion going around the skills that are required and what people are asking for and if it aligns with you. Our free Facebook group is facebook.com slash groups slash URTechie, Y-O-U-A-R-E-T-E-C-H-Y.com. We have an amazing community there of moms new and experienced in tech and quite a few non-moms, women who just want to hang out with us. And so you can get a discussion going and really dive into if it makes sense for you and if it's your dream job. And so if you're on your way to learning, understanding and differentiating between these skills, it's going to really help you when you ultimately do apply. And if you're applying now, you've got another level of understanding from which to work from. So I hope that was helpful. Thank you so much for being here with me today and my summer cold sinuses. I really enjoyed this. 
I hope we provide a lot of value for you and I'll see you next time. Thanks so much. Hey, if you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to sign up for the UR Techie email list. Imagine being in the tech job of your dreams. Join me to get the strategies, training, and never-ending support to get hired. Sign up at URTechie.com. That's Y-O-U-A-R-E-T-E-C-H-Y.com. I'll see you next time.